Welcome back to the Figured It Out podcast. I'm Natasha. And I'm Emma. And we're so glad you're joining us for another Figured It Out episode today. Yeah. Um, before we dive into today's topic, which is kind of a heavier one, I feel like. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, out of all the topics, it's probably top three heavier ones. I think so. Um, but I have like a super frivolous and pointless conversation that I still think we should have. Okay. And that is one of my new pet peeves, possibly one of my biggest pet peeves. Ooh. Actually, no, Cracking Knuckles is, is before this. Okay. But, okay, I've had a couple of people in the last few weeks use like directions as in like north, south, east, west to like give me insight on where I should go or to say like, oh, that's the one that will be unlocked. Mm-hmm. And how are you supposed to know which way is south? The sun's high up in there. Because I don't know, because I totally agree. It, it, I guess it doesn't drive me as nuts, but it, I don't like it when people do that either because I'm clueless. Yeah, I just think it's like it's unhelpful. Does that make yeah. sense? Of directions, like even my GPS says like go southeast on the street. It's like left yeah. or right here. Like, right. you know, that's that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I'm not good at it. I, I don't I always for, even forget like which way the sun sets and rises. I do if I can say, like, the quote or the verse. Yeah. But, like, otherwise, I'm completely clueless, too. And I know, like, if I'm in certain places, like, if I'm in Maple Grove, Minnesota, I know which way is north. Yeah. Therefore, I can figure out everything else. I actually still don't, but I don't know where <laughs> north if, is if in I'm, this I'm, like, studio. in my parents' house or if I'm at our, uh, here, like, I know which way is north. So if I'm at Landmarks, I know which way. But... But just, just in like general, if I'm approaching because for work I have to travel sometimes, and like, and I go to different schools to present at. I don't, and they like park at the east end of the building. I'm like, dude, yeah, I don't know which way's east, especially mm-hmm. in a uh, unfamiliar situation. Anyways, yeah. that's my new pet peeve. I realized. All right, I hey, I've got a lot of pet peeves, so add yeah, you can have <laughs> more. That's totally fine. Um, another thing I just wanted to say is if you were wondering why we haven't had guests on in a while, um, it's not because we decided we were going to stray away from that. We're actually, as we've mentioned before, kind of in limbo, waiting to get back into our traditional place we record. So we're, we're kind of not in the best recording spot right now. So we don't really want to invite someone to be on our, to be on our podcast and then to just like, uh, sit on the floor with us. Yeah. There actually really isn't even enough space on our current table to have another mic set up. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it'll happen really soon, hopefully, yeah, but we're waiting. Yeah, so we're really looking forward to having guests back on, but um, just us for now? I don't Sorry, know if that's a good kidding. thing or a bad thing, but... <laughs> no, we're kind of lonely, Emma, actually, is what it is. We want guests to come back on because it's just been... Like, not that you're not enough, you know, but right. it's just like, we love community. Right, yeah, it has been lonely, and um, and that's a great transition to today's, to- today's topic, Natasha. Thank you. Just about... um, Today we are tackling loneliness, and... I don't think we mean this this topic. We're not going to I don't think we mean for it to be super heavy and depressing. Basically, our perspective with this topic is that most young adults at some point will experience loneliness, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be starting new things, you're maybe transitioning to a new place in life, and with that there just is inevitably loneliness. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But what we've, you know, from the research we've done from our life experiences is that if you don't address loneliness by getting in a healthy community, it can be a lot more severe. And mm-hmm. so this is kind of addressing like not something where you're maybe struggling day in, day out with depression because of loneliness, mm-hmm. but before it gets to that point yeah, of like, how do you just healthily address loneliness? Yeah, I think that's important to say because I think there are different levels of loneliness. Um, and when we even 
were like looking up things to I was I was trying to just get a better handle on loneliness in young adults and when you type in young adults and loneliness it's scholarly articles psychology articles kind of about mm-hmm. really heavy loneliness and yes like Natasha said um, we're kind of addressing it before it gets to that point so we can't really we're we're not the the best resource for um, extreme or heavy loneliness but we want to repeat ourselves again just before it gets to that point yeah exactly and that said we do have a lot of valuable insight because we've done some research for this episode Mm -hmm. of just like how do you address loneliness and one thing I would like to say too is that this episode isn't just for people who are lonely because I think it's important to understand where people are coming from who Mm -hmm. are experiencing loneliness because my guess is if you're not lonely someone in your life is like it's just I don't think there's anyone like anyone in your community that's gonna be 100% feeling seen like they have a sense of belonging and all of that Mm -hmm. so I think it's really important to understand where people are coming from even if you're like oh my life is super full of relationships Mm -hmm. right now I'm not lonely yeah so I hope this is helpful for those people who are feeling lonely and maybe if you've gone through a season of loneliness you're going to um who knows but also like Natasha said I think being a young adult you are very vulnerable to becoming lonely um it's just like a season of life where that's very common and it's Mm -hmm. misconstrued i think like you wouldn't believe it because like you're living the glamorous 20 somethings life like you have all these friends and you can go out but that's not always the case Mm -hmm. i think we're gonna get into this but i think social media makes it seem like that it's glamorized but really like there's a lot of opportunity to feel lonely right out of college or right out of school or right when you end something that was like naturally in place for you like college natural community when you leave that for whatever reason it's harder one of the most common things i've gotten when people um ask about our podcast like oh you do a podcast for young adults you should talk about how to make friends after college Mm -hmm. because like now i've moved back home and i don't have that community that i had in college or I moved away from school or and, and home. Yeah. And, like, I'm just struggling to develop that community. And I think there's, like, a difference between isolation and loneliness. Huge. And what we're going to look at is just kind of types of loneliness, causes of loneliness, and then cures. And with that, again, it's, it's how do you motivate yourself to get out of the situation mm-hmm. you're in right now so yeah. that it doesn't become something that is a heavier thing to carry. Exactly. And we're looking at the hopefully back end of a pandemic. Yeah. And that did not help anyone's case in loneliness when when you talk about isolation, like the government was like, you have to isolate from one another and then like feelings of loneliness and any mm-hmm. feelings are going to probably increase um, and you're not getting natural, authentic community as easily. Yeah, for sure. And I just think, again, going back to the fact that this is a season of usually a season of change for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And with that, there's just a lot of opportunity for loneliness because you're starting new things. Like last fall, I moved to D.C. for four months mm-hmm. and it was an incredibly lonely beginning because yeah. it's just like I am alone. Like there's mm-hmm. there's nothing other than there was no other community besides my, my you know, I I lived with people, but I didn't know them. And so there had to be that new start. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's something that, again, you can be very um saturated with great relationships and then mm-hmm. suddenly removed from that you know yeah. like there, there's just not a good preparation always mm-hmm. and so how do you handle that before you're in it and then yeah. again going back to how do you recognize people that are experiencing loneliness yeah. in your community i guess like just question and we always get in the to a gray area when we just try to define what we're talking about but like what is loneliness yeah I mean, I think that a lot of it is like an absence of a feeling seen or needed. Yeah. I I think of like the hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. and like how belonging is on there because people need to feel like they belong. Yeah. And I think 
like those feelings like you feel hunger when you don't have food i feel like you feel lonely when you don't have the sense mm-hmm. of belonging yeah i think that's good i often like if there's lonely moments if that makes sense mm-hmm. in my life it's like oh the the feelings i get is like oh this group of friends doesn't care if i'm there or not mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah and I think that's, like, the most lonely that I felt mm-hmm. of just a sense of, like, oh, it doesn't matter if I'm there or not. Yeah. So I think, like, being seen but also being valued. Yeah, like, appreciated. Like, and people then, are like, oh, I'm happy you're here, yeah, you know? Yes. Not just, like, I see that you're here, but I am glad you are here. Yeah. I think is big. We talked about this a lot today, and I don't even, like, about, like, in a way, not, like, manipulatively or desperately, but, like, being needed or wanted mm-hmm. is also a, a big part of, I think, like, that fulfills that. You guys, Emma and I spiraled. Let's just be honest with them, Emma. We spiraled into this whole conversation of, like, uh, do you ever develop a friendship if it's not based upon a need? Like, that this person can satisfy that need. And I don't think that you do. I th- we went through a lot of friendships. Yeah. And we were like, well, but in a way, that was meeting that need. Or in a way... We wanted that, and so that's why, and we're just like, whoa. It's kind of like the Friends episode, like, is there really an unself or selfless um, act? act? Like, can yeah. you do that? Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of true in the sense that it's not really manipulative. It's not even bad, but all of us are motivated by filling a need, and that's why we seek out relationships. Right, but that is also community. Like, yeah. We are meant for community, we are meant for relationships, and we are meant to do life together in mm-hmm. community. And so, therefore, we're meant to rely on other people in a way, shape, or form so that we can thrive. Yeah. I think that's true. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. Do we go into it now, Emma? Do we talk about types of loneliness? I guess so. Yeah, let's talk types of loneliness. And I think... Just another disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists here, so we are not categorizing loneliness and, like, severe loneliness, not loneliness. Oh, you're just missing friends. Like, I just want to disclaimer that. Yeah. And I think with that, too, there's also lonely seasons versus lonely moments. Like, Mm -hmm. I think going back to the idea of, like, oh, if you're, you know, like, FOMO sometimes makes you feel lonely. Yes. And I don't know if it's fair to call FOMO lonely. I don't think so either. Because I can think of like a moment in my life where I was like, I just like this picture of time and I was like, I am sad because I'm not like a part of something. I don't think I can call that a lonely season of my life. Yeah. I think when I think of lonely seasons, my first two years of college were just very lonely in the sense that I wasn't super invested in the community of my school. I My first year, I had a lot of high school friends that I still mm-hmm. was close to. And so, you know, I'd go to class, but I wasn't really putting time in into those relationships. And so being at school felt super lonely. I also hmm. commuted. And so there yeah. just wasn't that community. And I would say like my my third year when we lived together, it was like, all right, I'm going to seize this opportunity to really invest in this community because it's something I haven't had up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Living on campus, I tell you. <laughs> it changes everything. Res life. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I can't relate. Like, I have not, when I look back on my life, I think, like, oh, I was pro- probably consider myself lonely in that week or those that season. But, like, I don't think I really can really categorize that as mm-hmm. loneliness. Um, I can definitely think of moments, days, weeknights, like, just, like, things where I'd be like, oh, I'm sad. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of an overreactor. I th- <laughs> A little dramatic, you know? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, I think like with loneliness too, it's important to be honest with yourself of where you're actually at. Like, and again, we're talking about how many times can we say this of like the type of loneliness that we're talking about isn't like something that you can't control. Does that make sense? It's something where you feel like, oh, you don't have um, a, a strong community. 
mm-hmm. you feel like you're not investing or being invested in. Yeah. And so that sense of loneliness. But I would say by and large, that type of loneliness is curable. Like you can address that. You can mm-hmm. take actionable steps to do that. And so I think with like seasons of loneliness, I kind of lost the train of thought that started this whole rant. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. With the types of loneliness and looking at that, it's it's really this is something that's solvable. And so you mm-hmm. need to. I don't know, like not put yourself, oh, that's where I was going, being dramatic. Oh, like, <laughs> don't make your situation worse than it yeah. is. A podcast I listened to on loneliness point blank said, if you're lonely, it might be because it's your fault. Like it might be your fault if you're lonely. And I think honestly, a lot of times with, with our generation, mm-hmm. we affirm things of like, oh, I feel like I'm so alone or I feel like you... I, I think we affirm emotions a lot. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes people maybe play that up more. And I think the loneliness card can be played as like a reason why, one, you're apathetic towards things. Or two, as an excuse for why you haven't built co- communities. Like, oh, I just I just don't have anybody. Like, why aren't you with me? I just don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. But like there's a solution for that. Mm-hmm. And so I would say like when you're taking stock of like, are you lonely? Is it because you've isolated yourself and not allow yourself to be in community? Yeah. Or are you not, are you, is this loneliness that you're categorizing really just you pushing away people that do want to invest in you? Or are you choosing not to invest in other people? Yes. Are you, yeah, you being lazy and not investing in other people, are you being too particular and you're not getting exactly what you wanted? So therefore, if it doesn't serve your purpose perfectly, then it, it's not worth it, mm-hmm. which I think like, come on. I don't know. So I, I don't know how you're like, you might be hearing this in a few different ways of like, you might be feeling very like called out right now, or you might be agreeing with us. But just a heads up, that's kind of how we're going to address the next few minutes. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So with that, causes of loneliness, because I think loneliness, um, again, can spiral. And mm-hmm. so feeling loneliness, it can be I think dangerous and you, I think, had written this of like you take shortcuts to get yes. where you want to be or to mm-hmm. get attention and value because you're missing on that. Yes. I think like you take shortcuts in the fact of like you find value and attention in things that aren't true anymore. So um, like our let's, I don't I don't know if we're going to talk about this a lot, but I think a lot of times people think singleness is loneliness, mm-hmm. which um, that's not the avenue we're taking down today but like that's could be how you're perceiving loneliness and let's say you're lonely because you're not in a relationship and you want to be and you start taking shortcuts to receive attention from the opposite gender like that's not yeah i don't need to lecture you like a parent on like that's not where you should receive your attention from because it's so fleeting i think it's just like we are built for relationships and community Mm -hmm. and so when you're lacking that in life you're going to notice that and you're going to try to fill it and i don't think that i think a lot of people equate loneliness to oh the best solution then is to have someone that's so invested in me that they want to date me Mm -hmm. and so then it's like I will never be lonely again and like I think that our immediate solution is like oh I have to be in a relationship with someone or have that type of affection and like intentionality right because in some ways you feel like a relationship is more like permanent but yeah. it's not. And I think, honestly, like, the permanency of stuff, too, like, <laughs> you can still be lonely in a marriage. You know, like, permanency oh. of being with someone all the time doesn't actually mean that you aren't lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. In um, one of the pe- the people's podcasts we listen to, they do, like, a question and answer, and people always talk about feeling lonely and whatnot. And they, 
they really caution you to realize that a relationship doesn't fix loneliness. And a lot, like the most lonely people often are in marriages. Yeah. And are in bad marriages. Yeah. And so that's why I think like you have to really understand like why are you feeling lonely before you try to solve it. We have rabbit trailed. We've stayed on topic, but rabbit trailed from causes of loneliness. But I know, but it needed think, to be said. Yes, so don't take shortcuts because I think the shortcuts are going to leave you lonelier mm-hmm. than if you weren't to take them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A couple other um, causes of loneliness. Mm-hmm. I think social media is a huge cause of oh, loneliness. Oh my goodness. I like social media is so detrimental to our generation. I think we're starting to realize that, but I don't think people realize it. Mm-mm. It's bad. It just is like, even if you, I think we've said this before, even if you know that you're being influenced by what you see, it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. still changing your perception and changing your ideals and changing what you believe about the mm-hmm. world, even if you recognize it. Yes. And so I think it's impossible to say, oh, this isn't affecting me because even if you're like, oh, I know that like this isn't real, you're still unconsciously developing that standard for friendship or that standard for relationship or activity level. Mm-hmm. Someone I follow on Instagram said something along these lines, and I don't even know if she was advocating for it or she was just saying it, but the more you live online, the less you live in real life. Hmm. Wow. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I agree. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quoting that as my quote. I'm just, someone said that and it makes you think like the people who are living online, sometimes you'd be like, wow, their lives are so cool. Look at all that they're doing. But it's like, you're seeing their online life. Yeah. I don't know. I just like. If someone were to look at my social media, they think I hadn't been my Instagram. They think I hadn't done anything since uh, the last time I posted, which is months and months and months ago because I suck at Instagram. But you know what I mean? But I've been living. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm. Um, yeah, I just think it does no matter what. It's, it's giving you these highlights and it's giving you um, opportunities to showcase. Like you, you post when you're with people. You post when you're doing something fun. You don't, I mean, most people don't post when they're feeling like the average day of being alone you know Mm -hmm. like that's not showcased and so I think like also social media is impossible not to compare yourself Mm -hmm. with what you're seeing or your life with what was happening and someone else's and so naturally if you're seeing someone with a ton of friends or doing this activity and that activity and Mm -hmm. constantly like off to the next adventure and you're not that's going to only further any feelings of loneliness you have I don't even know why we're making a podcast to say this because everyone knows that. But yet they still believe that. They still yeah. let that influence them. Well, and I think, too, even if you're watch- like seeing someone else's highlight reel, like it can make you almost lonelier because even if you're in friendships, because you might be dissatisfied with the people that you're with. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, why aren't yes. we doing it's that? It's like, oh, they did that or they're hanging out with that or they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I just did that. But now I feel like it was less than. Yeah. And then I don't think that's healthy for your relationships because then you start so to either. feel like frustrated with the people you're actually doing community with because it's like, come on. Come on, guys. Yeah. And again, like... I think when you go back to, like, what does loneliness loneliness look like for people? Like, sometimes it's just being emotionally cut off from the people that you're in community Mm -hmm. with. And so if you're distancing yourself because you're dissatisfied with those friendships and you're just creating loneliness for yourself. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think, like, a cause of loneliness is social media. Yeah. Sneak ahead. A cure of loneliness is limiting the time you spend on social media. Mm -hmm. I think there's probably a very direct correlation i think so too not backed by a study we've done but i think it's true anyways other causes 
Sometimes we do things that just make us feel lonelier, i.e. social media. But also, if we're doing things that are not filling you up, you're going to leave them emptier. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're going to feel lonelier. I think, too, some people have, like, uh, this is for me, honestly. Like, if I'm if I'm already feeling down or frustrated, I tend to, like, just push people away. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, I'm just not going to be available to these people, if that makes sense. And then, and that's, like, my solution if I'm already feeling frustrated. <laughs> and so it's just, like, this cycle of loneliness, I think. And, again, going back to, like, you can create your own loneliness. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, recognizing are there moments where you just are like, oh, I'm going to isolate myself. And why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy. Like, right. that just isn't. Mm-hmm. And then, like, practically also like oh i'm lonely and so i'm just gonna sit at home and watch netflix that's not gonna fill you up probably no and i'm not not dissing the people who watch netflix because i have a netflix show i watch too but i just think if you're continuously feeding those things with things like you're feeling feelings of emptiness with things that are just going to drain you even more you're in a downward spiral yeah for sure on the flip side i think like busyness can increase loneliness Where it's like, oh, I'm just going to have my schedule so full that I never have time for quality conversations Mm -hmm. or, like, truly um, uplifting interactions with people. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think we are in a society that's like, be busy. It's so cool to be busy. And I do think there is a happy medium of, like, one of the ways to cure loneliness is to get more involved and to be involved in things. And that Mm -hmm. does create busy or schedules but I think there comes a point when it gets too full yeah I think it's just like you need to take stock of how much quality are you getting back or giving to the relationships and the people that you're around and Emma and I are incredibly we're both incredibly busy people Mm -hmm. and so it's not like you know saying that this is a wrong approach to life at all but is it is are you so busy that you're saying no to people that truly care about you that you want to be investing in Mm -hmm. and not giving space and time to them right because then I would say maybe your priorities are out of check and in the long run are you going to be more lonely yeah Okay, so if you're feeling that way, like, Emma, what are the cures? How do we navigate solving, besides getting rid of social media? No, but, so like, honestly, what do we do to do, to address loneliness? Okay, well, I'm just going to hit that social media thing right off the bat because I think we kind of just ran it on social media for a bit, and I just want to stay on that train a little longer. But I think instead of being on social media, you've got to invest in real relationships. I once saw that the... I'm air quoting now. Like I went, I heard that the key, the cure to loneliness is real, authentic relationships. I would agree. Yeah. And so like create real, authentic relationships mm-hmm. is kind of just like, I would say that blanket cure. Hopefully we are able to um, talk on that more going forward, but authentic relationships, I don't think are on social media. No. Maybe they can start on social media. I'm not diminishing relationships that, Uh, have started there but I think you need to go further yeah I think if you have people that you know through social media through online groups like Mm -hmm. meet in person you know there and I wouldn't say it's healthy to do life so far away from community if you're like oh all my friends are a long distance and stuff then it's like well who's gonna have your back when your car breaks down who's gonna be the person you call when there's an emergency you need to have Mm -hmm. people that are close by like just physically in your same region or whatnot so you have to be able to meet in person Mm -hmm. and if your only like true relationships that you feel like you can rely on or that you feel like you're investing in are on social media when the time comes they're not going to count 
Mm-hmm. It's just like you're going to be left stranded and that's going to be a horrible feeling. Maybe you can tell them about it. Maybe you can rant to them about, mm-hmm. you know, can't believe, like, guess what happened to me? But they weren't there when you needed them. Yeah. So I, I think you have to, yeah, invest yeah. in close community. And I think when those things happen, when you're, we'll go both ways, when you're stranded on the side of the road and you need to have someone come pick you up or when you, something really, you got a raise or you switch jobs and you want to celebrate, there's nothing more like, that feeling in your heart when you see a familiar face to pick you up from a bad day or to celebrate with you in a good day. Mm-hmm. And so I think physically surrounding yourself with community is important. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, one more thing that I'll just mm-hmm. say about that. Quick antidote. When I moved to D.C., so like the first two weeks were very lonely, but I was surrounded by people all mm-hmm. the time, right? I had great people that I was meeting, but yeah. just like wasn't at that same point. Mm-hmm. And I had a really good high school friend who was going to school um, a little ways outside of D.C., but he was in D.C. for uh, an event, and he was like, um, hey, are you at you know are this apartment tonight? I was like, well, of course. Like, where else am I gonna be? And he stopped by with just like some snacks and like just said, hey. Mm-hmm. But it was like that, yeah. Just seeing someone where I was like, wow, I know you and mm-hmm. you know me. Like there was no trying. There was no oh, I have to like fill you in on who I am and where I'm from and all that. It was just like a, a familiar face. Like that's such a cliche, but oh, it meant so much, legit. you guys. Like I almost started sobbing right there in the <laughs> lobby. I was like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. But like it was true. Yeah. I remember feeling that way about a friend's dad when he picked us up from the airport after like a crazy week of traveling. Like my friend's dad, I was like, oh my goodness, finally someone. Yeah. It just means so much. So mm-hmm. yeah. Find people that are in your life that you will see that you can count on. Mm-hmm. Which then you might ask, like, how do you do that? Yeah. Because that's the next question. And we always talk about, like, the importance of friendships. And you might be like, hey, Emma and Natasha, you always talk about how great your friends are or how you have community. And, like, that's – it's easy to say it from the other side. But literally, like, what – how are you going to help me with this? And, like, we recognize that it's – we are blessed. Mm -hmm. And first off, we're going to invite you to be a part of our community. But also, like, how do you create community? Yeah. I think that, you know, first of all, take stock of who are your friends right Mm -hmm. now. Because something that I think people try to solve loneliness with of like, oh, I need to find these people. But maybe they're people already in your life that you need to just invest a little bit more in. Yeah. Don't find the person. Be the person. Whoa. Yeah. No. (laughs) But honestly, like, I think one thing with loneliness is I think a lot of times we allow ourselves to be the victim in the situation instead of the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. And so... If you are feeling lonely, look around and say, well, who's someone I could grab coffee with this week? Mm -hmm. Like make a list. Yeah. Text those people. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, we haven't seen each other in a while. Maybe it has been a while. Let's grab coffee. I'd love to catch up. Mm -hmm. I think that you can initiate and be the first step. You don't need to wait for someone to come to you. Yeah. One of my, I don't know if this even like applies, but one of my mottos or my kind of sayings I told myself going into the year of college where I definitely say I helped grow my community the community a lot of the community I'm with now is because of this this year of my life when I told myself this constantly is to be approachable by approaching Mm -hmm. and instead of it was kind of that instead of waiting for people to come up to me and invite me or talk to me I have to do that first like instead of wanting to be approachable I had to go and approach and I think like maybe this is your like this is how you can fight off that loneliness I'm not saying I did that because of a place of loneliness but it's because I wanted to grow a community I think that is something you should tell yourself 
Yeah. I think that, again, that's very true. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a podcast I was listening to, which wasn't Be So, actually, hey, by the way. Hey, hey. Um, but they said, you know, if you're feeling lonely, like, something to remember is that nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually have to take action. Yeah. And so I just think that was something where I was like, huh. Like, that is a really valid thing because I do think that loneliness can make you feel so down. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to under, like, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't want to make light of loneliness mm-hmm. and how frustrating and saddening that can feel to just be like, I don't have anyone. Like, that is one of the worst feelings to not feel seen, to not feel cared about, right? But I think you just need to ask yourself, what's one person that you could meet today mm-hmm. or meet this week, you know, and try to actually put yourself in situations where you are meeting people. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to that same year that you were like, oh, I'm going to be really approachable and like actually seek out people and be that person. I just remember for me, I was like, I'm going to put myself in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. instead of instead of just retreating to like my dorm room or someplace quiet or whatnot. I'm going to be in a busy area where I have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And we used to have like um, down in the building that we lived, there was an RA duty office. So all the RAs who were on duty had to stay there, you mm-hmm. know, in case there's a crisis. But it was also a really fun hangout place. Um, also a really intimidating hangout yeah. place. But I just told myself like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not at any of the RAs. Um but it was a, a hard place to walk into because it seemed like everyone was th- a friend already. Mm-hmm. And I just told myself, you know what? I'm just going to be there and be present and talk to whoever's sitting next to me on the couch, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how I became friends with people. Yeah. Like, it just was because I didn't let myself leave. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, those that you doing that, me doing kind of what I was saying, like, that is where I think we went from your season of loneliness that you're talking about, those first two years of college, mm-hmm. and me, like, I, don't, I wouldn't consider my first year of college as lonely, but I would say it was a lot different, and my community was very, very small. It's like we both kind of took initiative to grow our communities. Yeah. And, yeah, it was scary. I like It wasn't always fun, and, yes, we were doing that together, so I, I would, yeah, that, I think there's a point right there. Do it with someone. If you can find one person to really connect with and then do this together, like, I think that's gold right there. I think so, too. Um, yeah. Okay. So put yourself in positions where people are. Be approachable by actually seeking out people. Be the one that initiates, I think, mm-hmm. is a huge thing. Um, and some ideas of like where to take initiative and what to sign up for, or where to go. Mm-hmm. Because if you're post-college, it gets a little bit harder. Yes. We recognize that. Right. At college, you had bulletin board after bulletin board after fair after hall event to like, what should I do today? And you had seven mm-hmm. options. It's a lot different as young adult. It's like, what should I do this week? And you've got two options and they both kind of are like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. I would say one, again, look at your uh, um, existing community and see what's going on. If you are a part of a church, get plugged into a small group. I Mm -hmm. think that church can be a very huge source of loneliness because it is something that's supposed to be community filled. And if you're not connected to other Mm -hmm. believers, it's just like, wow, I feel so alone and everyone else is in, you know? Right. It's like it's almost you leave. Like if you were to not go, it's lonely. But if you walk in and walk out of that building and you didn't weren't even seen by anyone, that's almost lonelier. Yeah. And again, guys, I would just say then ask to join a small group. When I was in D.C., we were only there for four months, right? Mm-hmm. The church that I started going to, I didn't even start going to until month one, right, <laughs> the end of it. Yeah. And so I was just like, well, is it really worth investing? But it was. Like, we mm-hmm. started going to a small group. It was so good, and they were so willing to just, like, pour into us mm-hmm. in a very short and small, small uh, like, window of time. But, yeah. like, people are willing to be your friend. I think, like, someone needs to hear that. But, like, people want to be your friend, but, like, 
maybe you need to take initiative to just mm-hmm. say, hey, can I, is there an MC? I, or small group. Sorry, my <laughs> church calls them MCs. Is there a small group I can join? When I hear MC, I think media center. So it's like, is there a media center I could join? It's so hard. It's like every church has their little thing. And like, mm-hmm. we should all just have a universal name right. because it's small the same group, thing. Community group, life group, whatever. MC. MC. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, maybe you don't go to church. Maybe your church small group isn't a place that you're finding community. Where else can we look? I think you've got to find things that you're interested in and join it. Join a class, join a club, join a group. Join something that first off you want to go to because if you're like, oh, I could go to this, but it's not fun, then like you're not going to want to go anyways and you're going to sit at home and you're going to have had the option you didn't go. So do something you're already wanting to do and then just invest in it. Just mm-hmm. dive into it examples i don't know um if you enjoy sports i feel like your life is just easy <laughs> no. yeah, there's a lot of opportunities right i mean like pickleball and spikeball are something that you and i in our communities have gotten really into and there's options to get into involved with that yeah. pickleball seems easier than spikeball i don't know why maybe that's just because i'm more of the pickleball person and you're more of the spikeball i was person. gonna say though guys I don't think we've talked about this. I did a spike ball tournament yeah, for the first did. time. And talk about feeling lonely, you guys. I was the only girl with 50 guys. And I was like, well, I've signed up for the wrong tournament. Mm-hmm. But then two other girls came, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, no, I think then what like that was just going on Instagram being like spike ball tournaments in Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. And then this organization popped up. Like you could find something. Yes. Granted, I don't know if that's the best option because No, it's you, not. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't talk to well Well, and you <laughs> have to have a partner. And skill. Oh, that's <laughs> right. And we're talking about loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, Anyways, oh, um, they did have free agent options. Well, and I'm this like pickleball because you know superior than spice getting. <laughs> I don't even think I know. But um, pickleball like there's like leagues that you can join where you don't come with a partner, and then yeah. you rotate through people and stuff like that, and you get to talk with people and you get to create community. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot of options. If sports aren't your thing, just like uh, this podcast, the uh, other one that I was listening to was like just go to a busy area like a coffee shop and just like you know if there's someone else that's sitting alone like you could go talk to them too I don't know if I'd ever do that but I was like huh I sit alone at coffee shops a lot would you want someone to come up and talk to you I guess here's here's my take I guess I wouldn't I don't mind if people come talk to me I'm I'm also a very talkative person and I'm not scared when strangers talk to me unless they're like in the middle of the street at midnight and I'm scared. But I don't mind when strangers talk to me in the middle of a coffee shop and they're not creepy. But um, it's not like I would be like, oh, this is my new best friend. No, this um, podcast was just saying like you need to have conversations with other people. Mm-hmm. And so if you're even if it's just a random stranger, like make sure you're talking to at least one new person a week okay. because that actually will go a long way as far as your emotional. Exactly. Structure. Yeah, so do that. Go to physical places with people. Join something. Okay, we didn't give a whole lot of options except I for I think sports, volunteering, though, is a huge thing. Yeah. Volu- yeah, volunteering is huge. Like, find something you're passionate about. Like, I loved the, the organizations you did growing up. So if you were involved in 4-H or FFA, if you were involved in a sports team, go find a way to coach it. Go find a way to get more involved with it, intramurals, whatever. Um, go find things that you were interested in and invest in it because also then you're finding community that has the same interests too. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to find common ground because you're already doing something with common ground. Yeah, I agree. I think that with this, you guys, our main tips for you are, you know, like if there's something that's bringing you down, if it's social media, if it's your actions and your routine, your habits, then you need to change something up. If it's a lack of community, then don't wait for community to come to you because likely it's not. I like that's a harsh reality, I feel Mm -hmm. like. But it's just that 
even taking the time to motivate yourself to go find someone, I guarantee you will do a lot more than just pining away about the fact mm-hmm. that you're lonely or feeling sorry about that moment. I just think that it actually will do something. Um, it spurs and it, it starts to create a chain reaction of like confidence too mm-hmm. of being able to then approach people, of being able to get involved in things. So taking that first step, mm-hmm. I think if you're willing to initiate, you're going to be blessed by the results. Yeah. And I think have patience with the people you're trying to seek out because mm-hmm. if you – they might be very – scared to join jump into something or so don't don't ask them once and be done like yeah honestly by asking a second time like hey i know you couldn't come last time or i don't know if this is really your interest but would you be interested again like that's showing that you care that people are there mm-hmm. and like that you want people and that it's not just like hey you were an afterthought of an invite but like that i'm actually actually like we want you there i think like just have patience and keep pursuing community and people who you think might be lonely yeah and I would say, too, you're not the only one that's struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And that, like, kind of on that same note, like, if you feel like, oh, they didn't ha- weren't super receptive, maybe they're just not sure what to do either. Mm-hmm. And so they might be feeling the exact same way, but they're just more scared. And mm-hmm. I think they're going to be so blessed by you then reaching out mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. On that note of reaching out to people, if you are someone that has a really good, like, solid community, I guarantee you there's someone in your life that doesn't. And yeah. does or that is coming to your events or involved in your life that doesn't feel like they are truly seen or have a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like be there for them. I like, there's nothing worse. Like we feel it, like Natasha and I are surrounded by community yet. Sometimes like we'll still be like, wow, I feel lonely in that. And, and I don't, like, I don't want to diminish true feelings of loneliness, but if you can feel it on a small level, imagine feeling that on a big level. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you can provide community for people, do it. Yeah. I think don't assume people aren't lonely. Um, And even if, you know, those same people, like I would look at like social media again, even if you see them having that highlight reel, they might be just as lonely as you. Mm -hmm. So don't assume people aren't lonely. And if you have the opportunity, it's not that hard for you, especially if you already have a community to invite someone else in Mm -hmm. and really be that person if they're, you know, too scared to take initiative Mm -hmm. to start that for them. Exactly. Um, okay, with that, that was a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. We're out of time, but we really, you know, if you guys want to continue this conversation, you can find us on Instagram at Emintosh. And we would be happy also if you guys know us and want to be more involved in our community, we would love for you to come to things mm-hmm. that we organize. Like that is our heart. So we yes. love connecting with people. We love connecting people. Um, yeah. Exactly. Also, one more thing about connecting, share our podcast because we <laughs> will love that. So, um, yeah, share us or rate us on Google Pod. I always say Apple Podcast. Well, you can do that on Google Podcast too. Is that a real thing? Yes, it is. Why would I make that up? Because I just think it's an Android flex, but I don't think it an is Android a real Android flex. <laughs> there we go, folks. My Android flex for you. All right, and with that, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>